Just a little disclaimer before this episode. We discuss topics relating to sex, relationships, biological urges. We bring up a lot of studies and we bring up a lot of evidence. That being said, if these topics make you uncomfortable and or you are not of the age to listen to such topics, I recommend you don't listen to this episode. Um, We do, even while bringing up studies and facts and having honest discussions, um, do talk about topics that one would consider somewhat lewd. But as someone who really wants to explore different perspectives and stories and ideas, I felt that this specific topic is something that is something we all have to deal with and something that is in our society, whether we want to discuss it or not. And part of my goal with Lives of the Party is to discuss those things that we may be scared to, to learn about those perspectives that, you know, we may not always keep in mind. But that's just a little disclaimer, and I hope you enjoy this episode. What percent of men who were asked by women to come to have sex with them, what percent said yes? Drum roll. It was 75%. Grinder is... It's literally a sausage market. What could a guy do, Nikki, to to increase his girl game? Um, There's a lot of things I would do for Sydney Sweeney, like murder. But also, the thing is, it's you're not just doing that because she looks like Sydney Sweeney. I am. But she also, like, not nothing based on her personality. Honestly, the more... Oh, God. The more I listen to her personality, <laughs> the more I, I, I dislike her. <laughs> I think now we're comfortable. Yes. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Lives of the Party, the Jelly Gaynell Show. I'm your host, Jelly Gaynell here. And today... Nikki, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about the male gaze and the female gaze. Yes. So Nikki Quinn is one of my great friends. I've known her for a few years now, but introduce yourself. Okay, cool. Thank you for having me, Jalen. <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs> you say whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, wow, I feel like I feel like Ariana Grande, who we were just talking about whenever she starts like these radio shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but So what are we talking about? Oh, so I'm Nikki Quinn. I am a recent graduate of Northeastern University, and I'm figuring out what I want to do with my life. But I did graduate with a business degree, and that's how I know Jalen. And over the past couple Couple years, I've also become really into psychology and sociology. So today we're kind of be talking about stuff that kind of borders on those interests of mine. Yes, of course. And uh, one of my minors is psychology. But what credibility do we have? None. And that's the best part. So look, I think <laughs> that in every way, um, everyone's thoughts are a representation of themselves. And in some way, indelible of the human experience. Uh, we're both young. I'd like to say that maybe now we may not have much credibility, but we still have something to say. And, you know, I feel that you and I have, you know, gotten to meet a lot of people who are pretty social. And, and I just, there's just some things I've noticed. And then after uh, watching this recent video, which we'll get into, we just, you know, felt very strongly that we had, we had to talk about this topic. So the male versus the female gaze. Do you want to define this, Nikki? Oh, yes. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> so... <clears throat> the male gaze. 
According to Wikipedia, the male gaze is the act of depicting women and the world in the visual arts and in literature from a masculine, heterosexual perspective that presents and represents women as sexual objects for the pleasure of the heterosexual male viewer. And that is the main part of it, the tagline. It's like basically viewing women through art forms and visual mediums as sexual objects for the pleasure of the heterosexual male viewer. And I'm going to say vice versa for the female gaze. Similar. Basically, how are oh, we you, represented? Sorry, I can give you the Wikipedia. For the, oh, for the female yeah, gaze? Yeah. Okay, well, in my, okay, well okay. You, you want to give yours first? Yeah. In my terms, I'll define it as the way that mass media and our society as a whole tends to see the sexual attraction of the preferred or desired sex, right? So in this case, what does mass media and society put out or what do we think is the ideal man that a woman wants? What's the ideal woman that a man wants? That's, you know, the female gaze, male gaze. Right, yes. There is, like, I would say that the female gaze came as a response Mm -hmm. to the male gaze. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think there are many different, it's hard to define it. Like, that's why I'm according, yes. I'm going by all of our, all of our favorite <laughs> resource, Wikipedia, that kind of gives us the general yeah. definition. Um, but according to, but we all have our different definitions of what's the male gaze and what's the female gaze. And they all come from different places too. Like if you ask TikTok, what's the male gaze versus female gaze, it's, you're going to get something very different than if you go on YouTube and ask the same question. And if you go on, you know, an actual academic research journal. Yeah, of course. Of question. course. Now, the reason why I have Nikki on is because, right, um, I'm all about different perspectives. You know, we hear in media, female gaze, and I know for some males that tends to turn us off because we hear uh, women talking about this thing. It tends to seem very patronizing. I'm a, I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I want this podcast to be like a like true, honest thoughts coming out. So I have my beliefs. Nikki has her beliefs. And this isn't really uh, a debate or anything. It's just kind of us discussing how we see the world yeah it might sound like we're gonna be arguing no it's not like i mean i I mean we might be arguing yeah i mean (laughs) a a lot of times we say things that we disagree with but i think healthy disagreement is something that is of a shortage in our society especially Mm -hmm. people our age agreed but the fact that we can still accept each other in spite of what we believe differently i think makes us great friends i completely agree agree to disagree and of course we have a lot to disagree on on this topic a lot to agree on a lot to agree on as well but uh, okay, so what, this video that we're gonna we're talking about, it's down in the description. But basically, it is the male versus the female gaze and how that's expressed within media. So the this video talks about four different types of ideal characters for guys. There is what guys want in girls. For girls. There is what girls want in guys. But then there's a difference in that in guys, there is the guy that guys think girls want. And for girls, there is the girl that girls think that guys want. And a lot of times, these are four totally different types of people. Yes. And based on the media that we consume, that I that one of those four ideals is expressed differently. And 
basically, well, the you know video starts off with a Jubilee video. And would you like to discuss what exactly they did, Nikki? That is a fun video. It's kind of awkward. It's awkward as hell. <laughs> did you watch the whole video? I on did his watch own? both of the videos. I yeah. enjoyed it very much. So I actually found it surprising that the girls. Okay, I found it a little annoying. How? Okay, so okay, before I get into it, well, first I did think the girls were a little wishy-washy in determining uh-huh. the order of how okay, the girls should rank. What, what, what did they have to do? So basically, in the Jubilee video, you took two groups of, um, one group of girls, one group of guys, um, sorry, one group of five girls and one group of five guys, and separately, they've had to first individually rank themselves amongst themselves in order of least to most attractive. Um, that's like based I mean, on wh- what they think the other, and the whole challenge was that they needed to try to rank themselves as closely as they thought the guys would rank themselves. No, just guys, girls. Imagine that. First off, I don't even know how they could even agree to this. <laughs> I could not bear to stand in a line and be ranked by, oh God. Oh, you don't my, want my to take, dude, I, would, I, I would. You would do it? Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Especially for the FaceTime, if I'm like a aspiring actor or something. This is such like a fun, humble uh, ego check. You know what? <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. In a future episode, <gasps> that'd be fun. Can we do like a live experiment? We'll do a live. We'll do some live experiments like that. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. Um, and then it was vice versa for the guys. So uh, they put themselves in a line and they organized themselves from least to most attractive. And then they the opposite sex would come in and then they would rank them on how they saw least and most attractive. Now for me, right, because I'm a heterosexual man. When I saw how the girls ranked themselves, I immediately knew, nah. And I looked at the final result when the guys came in. I'm like, that's more or less actually what I would say. Mm-hmm. But when it came to how guys ranked themselves, I knew there was some off. Like there was this jacked short dude, which I am, <laughs> right? He, he, he put himself as the most attractive. And look, um, I'm not ugly, but let's be real. Nah, that homie was not up there. I wouldn't be up there. I mean, if, if anything, he actually ended up more attractive than I thought he'd be, which is actually pretty crazy. But yeah, I was completely off. What can you say about the ranking for guys? Sure. I'm trying to think, because um, it was a while ago that I watched this, but with the girls, I did also disagree like with their choices. Yeah. Um, well, going back to what I have, my initial comment, I also disagree with the way in which they were making this decision. I feel like they were cared a little bit too much about each other's feelings. I feel yeah. like for the good of the assignment, it's like, God, uh, girls, we're trying to decide what a guy like how a guy would pick us out like yeah. no hard feelings here this is just based purely on physical attractiveness at this point i'm sure like for example there was like the um she's not even large but like she she was not she was like the least skinny woman there um she wasn't skinny she yeah she was the least skinny woman there I like, okay i mean so she was I the would, most unattractive i would say <laughs> i don't <laughs> huh I, I, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 go. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm gonna let you finish. But <laughs> uh, that girl was least attractive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm also doing the same thing they're doing in the video. Because I don't want to just downright say she's not attractive because I don't think that about her. But um, I guess in the male perspective, yeah, she was like the least, you know, Gigi Hadid yeah. <laughs> looking one. Like she was the more. Um, not overweight, but yeah, she was. She had more weight she was on overweight. than the. She was not overweight. I think she was. I 
she is not an overweight okay, person. Okay, and this is where the disagreements start. So, okay, so, so here, so I... Okay, I was going to bring it back. Don't worry. I will extend an olive branch, and I will say, I don't think in the face she was unattractive. Mm-hmm. I think she had a pretty, you know, pretty face. But compared to the four women there, she was the most unattractive. Yes, agreed. So with her, uh, but... So with her, I think they did rank her like the fifth. The girls ended up ranking her as fifth. Um, fifth is in most or least? Least attractive. Oh, fifth really? as in, yeah, first of five, one to five. They and actually, actually ranked her pretty high. I don't think so. If they did, then I really doubt their judgment for the for or understanding of the assignment, right? Because like they understood the assignment. The assignment was to... Oh, so sorry. You're good. Let me bring this up, actually. Yeah, um, when you find it. Interesting. Now, of course, there's a lot of variables in here. There's, you know, the group mentality. There's everyone wearing different outfits, having a different vibe, different mm-hmm. hairstyle, you know, different heights, whatever. Um, but, yeah, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So uh, why is that? You know, why are there different ideals? And the essay kind of goes into having actually a bunch of different reasons. Uh, it starts with the idea of, you know, natural selection and biology. Um, so the idea of male promiscuity versus female pickiness, that's a thing that's kind of existed in almost every species that we can find. You have the male, for example, the peacock, who kind of shows himself with his bright, beautiful feathers. You have you know, birds just known to just dance for the mate and charm. And it's the women who ends up being the choosers, the picky ones. Um, and so that is Wait, expressed today. I would love to talk more, just a little yes. bit more about the biological of course. underlying of this. <clears throat> yeah. And it, it totally makes sense to me because as a woman, you know, so guys and girls, humans are the ones who are listening to this, I'm yeah. assuming, and comprehending. So males, male listeners, you guys know that from an early age, you um, produce sperm and you produce sperm as long as you have your, um, I'm looking for the testes. right word. Testes, thank you. As, <laughs> as long as you have your testes intact, which hopefully you will forever, um, you will always be producing a lot of sperm regularly. However, for my female listeners, you know that biologically, or I hope you know that, when you were born, you were given a certain finite, finite, sorry, a certain finite number of eggs. And that number does not regenerate, does not increase, does not stay the same as you get older. That number decreases because every month you have your period and that's when an egg that's unfertilized leaves your body. You have a clock. You have a limited amount so of time. So we have a clock, yes. So not only do we have a clock, um, unlike our male um, counterpart, we also are stuck with the fertilized egg from way longer than a male would be. Of course. You know? Nine like months plus. Nine months versus a, I don't know, like hour-long turnaround. There's <laughs> Okay, moment. yeah, exactly what she's saying. There's... I mean, we have a society that tells us one thing, and that's obviously culture stands in the way, but there really is not much standing in the way of forced commitment. You have a male who literally could, I mean, I, I saw a study. One male could repopulate the earth in about, what was it, 40 days, assuming they used every single sperm, right? Wow. A woman has to take the term one, maybe two, maybe more. 
uh, baby's inner belly for nine months, mm-hmm. birth it, which is already a life-risking mm-hmm. process, and then must nurture it until it's ready to leave, which, you know, being generous is at least 15 years. Yeah. That is a lot of commitment. And so it makes sense why women are not, why women or females within you know, uh, you know, evolutionary biology are much more picky. Having a mate who is there for you and you know, able to make commitment means a lot more than just them being hot. Yes, just being productively viable. Exactly, exactly. Reprodu- sorry, reproductively viable. And actually, to demonstrate this in real life, we, uh, there's a study that was brought up. So in terms of percent who agree, they did a bunch of cold calls, or not cold calls, uh, cold opens out in public. And so they asked a series of men and a series of women. So there was a woman who'd walk up to these men and ask, uh, will you go on a date with me? 50% said yes. There was a man who went up to women. Will you go on a date with me? 56% said yes. Uh, there was this man who went up to a woman and asked, will you come to my apartment? Of which 6% of women said yes. Then there was a man, men who would say, Point blank, will you have sex with me? Can we guess, Nikki, what percent of women willingly had sex on a question? It said it was 0%. Yeah, it was 0%. Yeah, no <laughs> surprise there. And for men, when women asked them to come to their apartment, 69%, nice, said yes. Nice. nice. <laughs> and can we guess what percent of men who had what percent of men who were asked by women to come to have sex with them? What percent said yes? Drum roll. It was 75%. 75%. Which <laughs> is like, no surprise there. <laughs> Three quarters <clears throat> of the male surveys responded yes to immediately going back to the stranger's woman, a strange woman's apartment and sleeping with her. Yeah, I mean... I, Where compared to 0% of the females said yes. I mean, in terms of personal stories... Anytime a girl that I've been with or has talked to me has asked that, I mean, I haven't said no. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be dead honest okay, with you. So like, personal experience. I want to say like 90% of the time I've said no. No, no, 90% of the time I said yeah. Um, Ooh, what was that 10%? What happened I'm there? not going to lie to you. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to <laughs> say no. There's a lot of extenuating circumstances, whether I am just, whether I like personality-wise, just not worth it, what comes afterwards. Or I was just too sober, you know? I'll just, I'll be dead honest with you. So, back to Trulies. Yes, back to Trulies, which alcohol I'm not. Alcohol increases. Yeah. Al- yes, no. <laughs> alcohol definitely has, which is why we don't drink as much anymore. Well, that's one of the reasons. So, what men want versus women want. Because this is an inclusive show, we will also mention the cu- the rates of same-sex couples. So, and unfortunately, there were no studies we could find for people who were queer and uh, and and other. You mean like asexual, aromantic? Asexual. I don't think anyone's having sex if they're asexual. Yeah, they're, you're, you're, but <laughs> I mean, actually, you could. Yeah, maybe. You just don't want to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fair. You could, but I don't think that they're that they are. So they asked uh, gay men as well as lesbian couples, uh, what frequency of which they had sex and in terms of i mean i could have said this you know it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight a guy's a guy 67 percent reported having sex more than three times per week versus only 33 percent of lesbian couples admitting to having sex more than three times per week this clashes with heterosexual couples who who of which 45 percent have sex 
three times or more per week. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Grinder. Uh, <laughs> have you have you ever seen how Grinder works? Oh yes. Yeah. It's not like Tinder in that you just, in both people have to agree and then you swipe and then, you know, the guy typically is the one to respond. No. Grinder is. Market. It's literally a sausage market. Grinder. Have you ever seen your photos app, right? You can scroll down your photos, then you just click on it and you immediately see the photo. Yeah, it's like that. But imagine each one of those being a person that you have all their stats, you can message them instantly, and they're organized by how many feet away from you they are. Um. Guys will be guys. Efficiency, right? Efficiency. Efficiency. Wait, then my question, to clarify. So is the, um, oh my God. What is the PC way of saying this? Say it. Gay on gay. That's not the right. Gay on gay. What's, what are you asking? Um, wait, is the, no, I will find the right word for this. Oh yes. What would a male gay couple have a higher percentage of sex than a straight couple? Yes. And then that straight couple will have a higher percentage of sex than a same than a female gay couple. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so men, so two guys in the relationship yields more sex. Those the more guys in the relationship, the more sex. This basically. is in line with evolution in that guys right. guys just want to put it in. You know? Guys want to put it in. If girls just want to have gu- <laughs> sorry, if girls just want to have fun, then guys just want to have sex <laughs> it's just i mean look sometimes the sex ain't even fun i'm gonna lie with you but oh, uh <laughs> well, it feels like a duty <laughs> i'm not gonna lie. sometimes it feels like it okay wow. look post nut clarity you ever heard of that yes okay but like have you heard it explained i swear to god i mean you haven't watched harry I think potter you've explained it to me yeah yeah look she hasn't watched harry potter but i'm gonna it is like a spell is put on you right because after you wave your wand when guardian leviosa you're right you know you know uh you know, like spermis addis. You just, you you come out of this trance. Oh, I have that, but it's called post-relationship clarity. Oh, yeah. See, it's a little bit longer to feel. Yeah, but you see, can, that's like the girl version. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm just like, like men, you feel that instantly. You just... That's that's awesome. It's like no, I'm it's it's awful because like it's like oh my god, it's 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 three a.m. I have to be up at seven, and I, why would I go here to this person? I don't even like her, you know. It's awful sometimes, <laughs> but you know that's just man, that's just man. So, okay, so now we're gonna go into uh, another section mm-hmm. where I guess we'll kind of break down exact examples of these, you know, uh, ideal men and then ideal women. So in this case, the fun thing is I actually don't know the names that uh, Nikki's going to come up with in terms of the ideal man, ideal woman. But me, as an ideal man, I can say that within our society, uh, you have Chris Bumstead, bodybuilder, uh, very, very vascular man. Here, Nikki, I'll actually look up some of these people so you can see. In my head, I'm just like, I have no idea who these people so, are. So these are men that men kind of aspire to be, right? There's Chris Bumstead. You have Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The video mentioned Ryan Reynolds. You want to look like him? Hugh Jackman. I'm not he sa- looks like... I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying that... that this he is looks a lot like a sausage. Oh, my God. Dark dark bodybuilder. I, I know they like go hard on the spray tans when yeah. they do bodybuilding competitions, but... Hugh Jackman. Arnold mm. Schwarzenegger. James Bond, um, you know. But they also have cool, te- like, James Bond has tech gadgets. Like, 
and cool, nice cars. So it's not just like it's because he's James Bond. He also jumps out of like airplanes, and that's cool. My personal favorite, for better or for worse, Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh, I see. I think Leo DiCaprio is such a popular actor, not just because he's a good actor, but because he is soft enough to cater to both epitomies. Oh, okay. Both gazes. Okay. Uh, yes. Keep that thought in mind, guys. So, for the ideal woman, and I'm naming mine, and you can name yours next, right? The ideal woman that I, as a man, would like, Sydney Sweeney. I mean, I'm looking right now at a magazine. One of my girlfriends gifted me because she knows how beautiful I think Sydney Sweeney is.、Um, there's a lot of things I would do for Sydney Sweeney, like murder. But also, the thing is, it's you're not just doing that because she looks like Sydney Sweeney. I am, but she also like not nothing based on her personality. Honestly, the more oh god, the more I listen to her personality, <laughs> the more I I, I dislike her. <laughs> wow. I'll be full like I'll be fully objective with that. I just. She's like she. She's so superficial. Look, she's into cars, which I'm sure any other guy besides me would love, but I just don't care.、Um, you know that is actually hilarious because I liked her more after I watched her interviews yeah, her, and learned more about her personality. Her personality, yeah. No, no, but I also think she's she like point blank. I thought she was beautiful, but what really. Also, like I also have that same magazine、uh-huh. <laughs> with、uh-huh. Sydney Sweeney on the cover, like,、See. and I also have like a I would say like a celebrity crush on her because because not only is she gorgeous and a great actress, but she's also down to earth. Is what、uh, I got from those interviews. <laughs> I have two reasons why I love Sydney Sweeney, and those two reasons are on her chest.、Um, okay, male gaze, gentlemen, male gaze. <laughs> Megan Fox. I don't. I, I didn't really agree with this, but apparently Belle Delphine is the ideal woman. Who? Okay. Pull up a picture. Okay, guys.、Um, I I know some of you know who Belle Delphine is. Wait, wait. Save the Leo. Save this. Save this.、Oh, I was just gonna say save the. T- oh, I know her. Yeah. So this girl who wears pink hair. She caters to anime. Oh my. She's、God. like. I mean, yeah. So in terms of male gaze, if anything, this is anime gaze. She wears like. Very bright colored hair. No, this is Lolita. Bit, lar- yeah, large makeup. Oh my god, she's she wears makeup and clothes, and that is very reminiscent of a child. And it has big stuffed animals in her bedroom, and you know, but she, you know, she caters to the male gaze, and that she, you know, she's a gamer, and she's just like us. And that, I don't think that's why she. I、uh, guys, I don't, I don't think that's why she caters to the male gaze. I think she caters to the male gaze because she looks like an infant. She's very and, submissive. Um, and we have a lot of men out there who are really into the fetishization, fetishize. Ooh, I can fetishization. Thank you.、Uh-huh. Of an infantilization of women. See, I don't think it's fair to say that you're. I mean, if, if you're implying that most men are pedophiles, I don't think it's fair to say. I'm not saying most men. I'm just saying a lot of men、okay. have those tendencies. And then where do they come from? Too, they come a lot of times from. Our society's need to hang on to youth as long as possible.、Yeah. Our society's idealization of purity. Wow, fair enough, fair enough. And then my last example is Black Widow, aka Scarlett Johansson in Iron Man. Oh my god, she's so pretty. She's gorgeous. Okay, but、I、she's mean, so badass here. She would, I would. She's such a badass. Wow. So she's like the opposite of Daphne. What's her name? Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine. Um, to me, because instead of portraying like a young, naive,、um, 
anime like gamer girl who's just like stuck at home all day scarlett johansson's portrayal of the black widow is the opposite she is this woman who's seen so much she is grown and she can kick ass interesting i think they are like opposite sides interesting so it seems we we, we align more than we than we think mm-hmm. can you name though your ideal guys and your ideal girls okay this is exciting um i'm gonna be doing this on the spot because i didn't think about this earlier if you want we can pause for a second you can gather your thoughts yeah, could we? So, you know, it's been like a couple minutes and I've been thinking about this. And I will say, it's hard for me to come up with this list. I feel like, is this again, like showing the male versus female gaze? Like, it's just hard for me to think of celebrities that I'm attracted to because I think celebrities are people that you look at more than you get to know. Ooh. And so, okay, it's so much, I think it's easier for guys who, again, I don't know. I don't want to make guys sound like they're shallow and superficial, but I think guys care more about image or see the images more than girls do. And so for me, it would be so much easier for me to name you five, like, female celebrities. Give me. I Okay, you know what? I'm higher than, like, male celebrities right now. This is actually a very interesting point because right now uh, you're having trouble because you don't know these people. So, okay, we're going to pause this again, and and I want you to give me movie and or show characters as opposed to celebrities okay hello everybody i have four people it has been 10 minutes and i'll be i'll be honest with you uh as many people as she has thought were ideal there were many more that she thought weren't and as time went on the reasons became more and more arbitrary but before we go into your arbitrary reasons why nikki i'm gonna put nick jonas back on this list who are your ideal men and you are heterosexual, right? As far as I know, yes. yes. But right now, you said what phase of life are you in? I'm in like a asexual, aromantic portion of my life. She's in the fuck men period of her life. Yes. Okay. So. Both of our fuck no one period oh, of my life. Fuck no one. I see. Okay. <laughs> Your men. So my men. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna say Nick Jonas. I didn't include him because. He was my first celebrity crush. So when I say Nick Jonas, I'm really still thinking of that like 15-year-old afro-haired boy. Nostalgic Nick Jonas. Yes. But he does make this list because he is a great husband and he has blossomed into a pretty cool man and he's had some really cool beats. He is after them MILFs. But no, he's married. You know how old his wife is? She's like five years older? She's 10 years older than him. Wow. I know. I know. He pulled a Mariah Carey. Go for Priyanka Chopra. Okay. Next. Uh, Leo DiCaprio, but really 90s Leo DiCaprio. Like what movie? Jack and Titanic. Jack and Titanic. Yeah. Okay. Before we realized that he doesn't date anyone above 25 years old. Yeah. Nikki's 23. She's too old for him. I'm too old for him. Unfortunately, Sad. how do you feel? that Leo doesn't want you because you're too old. Uh, I don't want Leo. He's too old. <laughs> so same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I have Gong Yu. I don't know. Okay, now I don't know anything about Gong Yu. How do you spell Gong Yu? G-O-N-G. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, oh, first one. He is a very famous Korean, South Korean actor. He was in Squid Games. He was in Train of Busan. And he was, I think, in Parasite as well. Wow. So, okay, so guys, in Squid Game, he played the businessman who had the red and blue, um, was it paper for Mm -hmm. the game? Yes. So looking at him, he seems very, yes, he's masculine, but he's a lot more feminine 
of a masculine man, if that makes sense. Like if we if if we were to make like a um you know dot chart of people who we classify as masculine, he would definitely be more on the feminine side. He's so he's pretty. Yes, yeah, so he is pretty, but he's also you can tell from his frame. Also, this guy's jacked. If you find out your picture, I'm uh, yeah, he is jacked and wow. he is tall, but I like that he dresses so that that's not one of his most defining features, wow. that he's tall and jacked. He dresses more like a, like he's normally always dressed in business casual and very scholarly looking for a actor. And I think it's nice because it's understated. Interesting. Interesting. That's actually why I do that now. I don't really wear, I mean... Not to get make it about me, but <laughs> personally, I've actually figured. I, I found out that by even though I, I love to go to the gym, and I love to work out as I've talked about. By not showing it, that actually makes it even more impressive because it's almost sort of like it's almost sort of a humility thing. Because when people see, it, it's like, oh my god, versus them just knowing you always always just jacked. Mm-hmm. When you leave your trump card, you know, for the end. It makes a much more lasting impact. Okay, so is, did, you, did you name everybody? So three out of the five I've named. And now we have Zac Efron. Zac Efron, Zac Efron he really went back and forth in my mind. Uh-huh. Because, you know, of course we have Troy Bolton in High School Musical and all the stuff he did right after that yeah. that was very catering to teenage Nikki. Of course. And then... And then I remember him in Baywatch. I remember specifically how jacked he was and how fake tanned he looked. And I didn't love that as much. But still, it played to adolescent Nikki's like female gaze. Yeah. And then, but he's always has such pretty eyes. Like he has such a beautiful face, he which does. I think trumps his body any day. Yeah. Um, and then in The Greatest Showman, he also. They also made him look really nice in there. And I think he played as such a gentleman in The Greatest Showman um, that that helped with why he's on my list now. I will say the one thing about Zac Efron is I don't know if I would love to date him because he does seem very into his looks. And I don't like guys who seem very into their looks. Kind of looks like an asshole. Then yeah, again, that, bit, right? but then again that, that's who he's played. So he plays into it, whatever. That is true. Okay. And okay. So what I was more interested in is, guys, we actually took a lot. I'll actually pretty long pause. <laughs> because she couldn't come I up with people more. because she kept naming why she didn't like them. Like she's like she said, yeah, Oh what did I have on here? I have You were just like, Oh no, I don't like what did you not like? Cause uh oh, I think I mentioned something like I don't like the way he treats women <laughs> or someone okay, in real life. Those are fair reasons. But like she was coming up with, I mean, borderline arbitrary ones. I, I mean, yeah, I have like, I mean, okay, I don't remember them, but basically, I don't know, but I don't know if you guys have ever felt this, but to me, the most demeaning uh, moment that I ever had was seeing my female friends swipe on Tinder and then just realizing like, oh my God, you know, with my male gaze of what I think girls would want, they would be like, oh my God, no. And I would think, oh my God, this dude's like 6'2", he's jacked, he's like, you know, captain of the lacrosse team, you know? And they're like, nah, I didn't, I, I didn't like his eyes. Oh, it was like, his, his, was it like his, his face was too pouty. And I'm like, what the fuck chance do I have? Because it's like, damn. Yeah. 
Oh, well, we talked about like the weekend, why he's not on my list, because even though he's a great singer and a great musician, um, he's just really fucked up. Like, you know, <laughs> and I would not want to date him because he seems like he needs therapy for 20 years. He does. That's why I don't listen. I mean, if, y- if y'all listen to the weekend, good for you. Um, I, hope, I hope everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Dude, uh, no, he, so many of his songs are on my like song playlist. He was a great, great damn. artist, especially his uh, earlier stuff. Why does it feel so good but hurt so bad, Nikki? You don't like him, but you listen to his songs? What does that say about you? Uh, what do women want? Do women even know what they want? No, I'm joking. Um, women are so picky with what they want it that is. sometimes it's easier to just say that we don't know what we want. Yeah. I mean, look, like, the heart wants what the heart wants, by all means. But And, I mean, I've seen it firsthand. So often do I see girls who are like, oh, I just, I don't know what I like about him. But I do. Oh, you know, like I look at him. I'm like, okay, he can't do this. He can't do that. He's like ugly. Why? I don't know. I think he's just a good person. You know. Well, for a guy, I'm actually. Oh God. With pretty good certainty, I can look at a girl, and I can look at the guy, and I can just be like, oh, that's why. Oh, she's hot. Oh, she, oh, she, oh, she can do that. Oh, do that in bed. Oh, okay, fair. We're very simple creatures, I gotta say. What are your thoughts? Do you disapprove? No, I totally agree. I just, I'm thinking about how much longer or shorter it's gonna take me to come up with the list for girls than it will, than it did for me. Okay, one more pause. (laughs) And pause. So I'm coming up with my list of females that are, Jalen, right? It's supposed to be people who. I would think the males epitomize. Yeah, or think are generally attractive. I don't think epitomize covers it. Uh, yeah, idealizes, I guess. Um, so what would you say about the Kardashians? Because I actually think the Kardashians fit more into the female gaze epitome, where they make all their money um, because because of having women chase this look. Uh-huh. But I don't know if guys ever really considered them as the most attractive people on the planet. Um, I think the thing about the Kardashians, and I, I don't think many men really acknowledge this, is, I mean, I have tremendous respect for that whole family. I do and I don't. Um, personally, I don't really care about using sex work to make money. Um, I actually encourage a lot of my, you know, friends, if they're attractive and willing to deal with the stigma to, you know, Go dance at a club or go make an OnlyFans. And uh, I kind of see them as doing the same thing. But I think that, <clears throat> I mean, I think they are very attractive. Say whatever you want about how much money they spend on their bodies. You know, like, you know, large boobs, large breasts. And each one of them actually, I don't know how they do it, but they they fit the, they fit all the body types that a man would want. Like you have Kendall Jenner, who's very thin. I mean, she's a model. You know, she's flat, but that is attractive to some people. I know definitely is to some friends I can think (laughs) of. She's sporty. Yeah. Athletic build. You have Kylie, who's like the epitome of the body now, which is slim, thick, large breasts, large, large ass. Mm -hmm. Kim K did it first. Obviously, we know that. Same doctors. I mean, I'm not a big fan of her diaper, personally. I think it's a little too much for me. But the way that they they accentuate it. And then I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Chloe, right now, I mean, I don't know how. They gave her a reverse BBL. Did you hear about that? Oh, um, 
Yes, I did. I mean, Chloe, she is like she's thin, she's fit. I don't know if they fixed her bone structure or what. And her face, it I mean, she looks on camera gorgeous. I always thought to me that though um Courtney was the most attractive because she like was this short, you know, slim but still curvaceous body. She made to me she always seemed natural. I think they, I think they all cater very well to a very specific male gaze. Their surgeons have done amazing work. Okay, thank you for your input. I'm not sure if their whole thing is catering to the male gazes as much as catering to the idealized and therefore never possible attainable female Ooh, okay. gaze. You know, actually, I I, I want to bring this to our next topic. So, the, what the video talked about is in in culture. Okay. Specific, specifically with lifestyle influencers and bloggers and vloggers, how is this represented? And they actually brought up how when it comes to men, people look at men that they aspire to be, and these influencers, they flaunt their resources, their cars, their houses, and their confidence. You can, If you act like me, you can make this money, you can have this, and boom, you can be like me. But for women, it's very different. You chase wealth and success to get independence. And I think that the Kardashians, why they're so popular is because they in some way actually cater to both. Mm -hmm. I think that they do have a lot of wealth and stuff, but you know, they aren't as flaunty as guys are with cars, right? But they are with independence. They literally do whatever the fuck they want. They sit on their ass in their, you know, in their couch, at least in their show, or they're out doing whatever it is they want to do. And I actually agree with you. I mean, they've done a masterful job of it. Oh, Blake Lively, duh. Blake Lively. Why Blake Lively? She fits the tall, tan, blonde, bombshell, surfer girl chick vibe. And she was Serena Vandervitsen. So I think she was on this list because um, guys dig blondes in that way. Like, she's a natural blonde. Guys do dig blondes. Actually, it's funny you bring this up. Informally, I asked a bunch of people... Also, I definitely spent less time coming up with this list than my male <laughs> list. Um, that's funny. I'm done. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so sp speaking of blondes being more attractive, that is true. Blondes do get more attention. I think it has a. It, I think it has just as much to do with, um, I guess it just being a brighter color to look at, like in the same way someone kind of wears red. I think that society's. Uh, I mean, in the early 2000s, it definitely was blonde, blonde, blonde. But now in pop culture or in, you know, media, I don't really see that many blonde women. Yeah, it's like dark blonde if you brunette. see one. Yeah, like like brunette or like dirtier, like, you know, the, the mix between the brunette and blonde hair. But, I mean, I always ask my friends, and you even said this, every single woman I talked to who had normally brunette, dark hair, who dyed it blonde, mentioned how much more attention that they would get from guys because of dyeing their hair. Yes, there was more. Um, there was more on the streets, in the clubs. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, I actually think, I think of it as like, a, there's a more technical way of how I look at it. I see. Um, blonde hair complements softer features versus darker hair like brunette hair complements a more angular features. Interesting. So if you think about it, the Kardashians all have, besides Kylie Jenner, actually, all of them have very strong cheekbones, very sharp jawlines. 
very angular features, um, like Kim and Kendall especially. And then if you think about traditionally blonde women, I don't know, especially like back in the day, I feel like you think of Gigi Hadid, right? Gigi Hadid, she has yeah. very soft features, even though she's a supermodel, she has very soft features on her face. And that's why the blonde works so well for her. And I actually think that's why Bella got like a whole fox eye facelift so that she would look better as a brunette. Fascinating. Okay. Wow. You know, as a guy, you know, look, women talk about how, oh, the heart wants what the heart wants. When it comes to guys, I I mean, I couldn't begin to put into words uh, and articulate what makes a woman attractive. You talk about angular features. I guess I'm different that I actually do try and research that. I mean, I took Bobby Brown's masterclass on masterclass just to learn more about makeup and how it works. Interesting. Yeah. But, um, you know, as a guy, it's like, guys couldn't tell you what's hot or not, but you know, you look at makeup, you, you, you look at how like, the face is accentuated. Now, I will also say, if any of the Kardashians were like, Jalen, do you want to come to my apartment? I would not say no to any one of them, for the record, right? Um, because I'm a guy. Even if they weren't wearing makeup or like in, in one of, from one of their Instagram okay. shots. That's a good I'm question. not going to lie to you. I think status still, just to say I did. Oh. Even, oh e- I so mean. Even, okay. What even if you if they didn't know? I thought the whole point was like, oh, what if you didn't know that they were Kardashians? So, yeah. I mean, based on the way that they portray themselves? Yeah. I still would. Yeah. I still would. Um, yeah. I was, I was going to say something. No, I'll say it. I have, I have done worse. I have done worse. Oh, sure. And yes. I've I've exuberantly said yes. You will to worse. probably continue to do worse. Um than the Kardashians. We hope not. We hope not. Someday. Someday I will marry a beautiful woman who almost looks like a No. <laughs> I don't even want one to say Kardashian. With a good personality. Okay. Um yeah. Okay, so the study, I'm sure you're you know, probably thinking, damn, fuck men if you're a woman and fuck women if you're a man. Um So while this study did say that overall women prefer men with status and resources and men prefer women who are, you know, uh, attractive and put physical attractiveness above, they did also say that, you know, there are many things though that are prerequisites for each person. And depending on who you are, there are differences. So... While if we, you know, trend and look at, you know, I'm, you know, fuck pop, pop, pop culture, life, okay? Um, New York City is one of the richest cities in the world. And let me tell you what, there are a lot of beautiful, beautiful women in New York City. I didn't actually realize. It's a modeling I, capital of the it's world. Modeling, I mean, it's modeling capital of the world, but you're just going even into the malls or just anywhere. Richer men tend to have beautiful women, but it doesn't necessarily correlate with richer women richer women still prefer personality or status mm. while yes you know, while, while men will prefer attractiveness i honestly think you can be a gorgeous human being if you have a bunch of money and a bunch of time and i think for women if their end goal is to just have a bunch of money and a bunch of free time then it collides with what a lot of guys want to give them I don't. Uh, I don't like to say money. I mean, obviously, there are some people who are just no. But off like, the if number, you think but about it, the trophy wife. Like, I feel like so many people aspire for that. Well, 
I mean, I mean, I, I think it's better to say resources and a set mm. life. Because I don't think just monetarily, right? Like, I mean, you know, a Ferrari is great, but you kind of need a master bedroom and some, you know, bags. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just the money. Right, but oh, I'm saying that money and time equates... Botox, oh. better cosmetic oh, yes. procedures, better better cosmetics. Period. That's and then, to do what you want, independence. And in more, a funny way. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about how to like look better. Because you're saying that like there's a lot of beautiful women in New York City, and there's a lot of men, rich men in New York City who want that. Um, but also, but at still the same. At the end of the day, if you're a rich woman you might not care as much about beautiful men yeah. in New York City. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just remember seeing like... I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier when I was like saying the thing about Zach Efron. Like, I don't want a guy to be too into his looks because then he's not focused on industry. Okay. I'm gonna actually going to link exactly what you said to one of the studies that was brought up in this video. So um, what they saw is that when they put men in terms of ranked level and they, they photoshopped the same person of sort of build they, while they could have agreed that the brawny body type aka the bodybuilder body type was the most physically dominant in sexual desirability they also women universally ranked this body type as the lowest in commitment and the highest in volatility basically saying that if you are you know if you have a if if you're very attractive and or build your body up very nicely, it actually can be overfitting. You're unattractive because, oh, is that all you care about yourself and what mm-hmm. you do and how you yes. look? It's like, why would I want to be with someone like that? And I say this, my bodybuilding friends, <laughs> there's a lot of memes, right? About how, oh, expectations when you go to the gym, after you start going to the gym, and it's these girls being like, hey, baby, hey, daddy, ah, uh, daddy, daddy. Versus reality. Hey, bro, sick gains. You look huge. Oh, my God, bro, I want to be like you. Oh, my God, you must yeah. you must get all the girls. <laughs> Where are the girls at? <laughs> I swear, like, only lift weights if at the end of the day it's going to make your face more attractive. If it's not going to make your face more attractive, I don't think girls most across the board really care. I disagree. I disagree. There is definitely a point where you do not want to have, you know... Don't want to be unhealthy and large. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But I'm just saying, like versus like a skinny guy versus yeah. like a super built guy. I don't know, because yeah. like girls will see the amount of effort you put into that. Yeah, and it's like, hmm, couldn't you be putting that effort towards like a job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or yeah. the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, this isn't to say that you shouldn't do it if you if, if you like it. Fuck what anyone says. Go right. to the gym, exactly. right? But understand why you're going, right? Um, I saw another TikTok that I just loved. It's like, why do you go to the gym? To look better during sex. Um, <laughs> don't you want to be healthy? Yeah, but like, I really want to look cool during sex. That's so funny. It's like, okay, bro. Well, maybe if you if that's what you really want, we should we should do some goal setting. There comes a point where it's enough. Anymore, you're overcompensating. It looks it looks ugly. And you know, I don't know about you, but hot take. I don't like the veiny ball sack look that could Ooh. kill you with a paper cut, right? Death by paper cut is not a good body type. IMO, but of course, I don't know it's that preference. Look, a veiny ball sack look. 
I don't want to. Don't look it up. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, you don't remember the Chris Bumstead dude who I just showed you? Oh, he does look like a Vanny Ballsack. That's a great way to describe. Actually, it. no. I mean, he he, he I, looks like a shiny ball. Sack. Personally, I think he looks like a, a Greek statue. Um, I, I'm talking about open bodybuilding. I'm sorry, Chris Bumstead's beautiful. I understand what you mean, though. Hang on, I had a good point. I want to say. Oh, hmm. well, here's. I've also, from my personal experience, I don't know. It's like a little scary when you're with some guy that's like in bed and who's like jacked, because it's like, bruh, you're like gonna crush me or something. Do you think that? You're, also, it's not very cuddly. I do feel that. I I, I do hear that. I hear a lot of women saying that they, they love a dad bod because it's softer <laughs> it's to cuddle. Soft. Yeah. It's, you know, and guys think, oh, well, women just want someone who's like, was, who doesn't work on themselves and gets fat and drinks beers and doesn't do anything. It's like, no, they like someone who does shit, right? But in, in, in trans, tr like translates it into different ways. Yeah, it's like, oh, he yeah. hasn't been able to hit the gym that often, therefore leading to that yeah. dad bod because he's so busy with work. Yeah. Okay. Or with his friends or with his, his children. Oh, exactly. 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 Like, you know. I mean, it's much more attractive to, you know, meet someone who has their own business, has their own shit going on, is confident now, <laughs> right? You know, th yeah. then to meet someone who's like very, very set in one specific thing. But lacking in the all of the but, others. But so but I guess what we're really just saying is, guys, be well-rounded. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, personality-wise, and maybe also physically. And, it's fine. <laughs> and know why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, if things could go... Well, look at the goal, look at the metric for the goal, and then think to yourself, what other things could I do that could get me to 80% of that goal and 20% of the time? Going to the gym six days a week to become, you know, 4% body fat and, you know, 220 pounds. It's just not going to do it. Yeah, that's not an efficient way to do it if your main thing is you want to increase your girl game exactly but like if you're doing it for you and for bodybuilding a lot of guys do it for exactly exactly yeah. yeah and you know 100 percent. if you want to play like this you know i don't like to say game but if, if you want to partake in this activity so you get oh my god like i benched this amount of weight that amount of weight that is definitely something to strive for yeah, hit those prs yeah but just know why you're doing it i mean person i mean what what could a guy do nikki to, to, to increase his girl game. Oh, to woo girls. Um, to increase their girl game. <laughs> I would say, dude, have a career that you're passionate about where you're actively making a difference. I feel like that's something that's <laughs> nice to hear if I was on a date. Um, obviously, someone who's put together or at least can put themselves together. What does that mean? Um, you know, pick out a nice outfit, Be, uh, look nice, show up, dress accordingly for the occasion. Um, you don't have to be hitting the gym like five times a week. I don't expect that because I don't do that. <laughs> um, I think that really comes down to how much individual people value that because I would say there's a lot of girls who do value um, physical fitness levels and appearance more than I do. And so for them, it might be more important that their um, boyfriends are like as into it as they are, whether that's have as clear skin as they do and have like as low body mass indexes mm -hmm. as they do, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think having good conversation is so important. Like being able to have good conversation 
Um, so I feel like girls are always saying tall, dark, and handsome is important, right? Like appearance wise, but that is so like such a superficial point. They should also be honest. They should also be, um, courteous. Mm -hmm. Like chivalry is not dead. Mm -hmm. We like that. Mm -hmm. So woo me. Woo <laughs> you. Damn. Like there's a lot though, but because again, I'm a pick, girls are picky and I'm picky. Yeah. Remember how long it took me to come up with that list? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, girls are very arbitrary. Do not take it personally as being disliked because, oh, God, pe girls will reject guys for the, I, I don't want to say dumbest, hey, but smallest, smallest reasons. Boys will reject girls for very dumb reasons. Oh, too. I mean, being superficial? Yeah, that is the dumbest reason. Honestly? Oh, God. And I will say this. I wish that I was not so superficial even when i'm conscious of it there's a lot of unconscious as aspects of it that i still am not aware of like for example god um i've recognized that with some friends or some with some people i didn't like i had to, i really had to conf confront myself with the reality that did i just subconsciously not think this person was fun to be around because she wasn't attractive and and alternatively did I just think this person was fun to hang out with because she was attractive? I mean, there's mm. there, there's one person I can think of, and I won't bring up her name, right? But me, I, no, I'm yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. I would bring people to the house, right? Invite them over, you know, a few girls here and there, like just friends. Nothing really. I bring over this one specific girl to the house. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I didn't know I lived at the comedy house. I didn't, I, I didn't know that uh, my living room could become Comedy Central so quickly, but all of my roommates all of a sudden put on this act. I'm like, you, <laughs> you never made these jokes when I was here. Oh, you're being goofy and generous? You're really just, really just so being a different person. It was like night and day. And it's like, oh my God, okay, it's because this, this girl is like objectively incredibly gorgeous. And yeah, they were saving the reserves for her, Jalen. They don't was, waste it on you. It was so, <laughs> yeah, damn. Unfortunately, I mean, see, I mean, seeing biological evolution play out so, so literally, and it, I mean, and also, it also made me very cynical, right? I mean, actually, I also had a conversation with this specific person about how, you know, she used to be like she was an ugly duckling, right? She didn't have this attention. All of a sudden, she goes for a year studying abroad and in, in middle school, comes back in high school. All of a sudden, the, the guys that had never paid her any attention started paying attention to her. The, the friends that she was with, because she was like a nerd who like loved to play, you know, Settlers of Catan and Magic the Gathering and like read fantasy books. All of a sudden, they didn't want to be friends with her because she was too pretty and they felt intimidated. They felt that, oh, you're just stuck up, whatever. It's like, no, like I just... I, ch I like I changed outside, but I'm I'm not who I I'm not that person, mm -hmm. and she had to like it was very hard on her that now this mask that she wore gave her a different persona, and she had, like had to struggle a lot with that. But I mean, to me that 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 that, that was a lot more eye opening. I try and be as you know, um, I try and be a little. I don't know what the antidote antonym of superficialist but i tried to be the opposite genuine yeah um deep well no no no, no. like i mean Profound. i i try to look past physical attractiveness as much as i can but i still acknowledge myself being superficial and i think mm -hmm. a lot of guys feel the same way now that's not to say that oh only guys want a model i mean oh, god guys are gonna go for what they can 
right? And I'm 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 sorry if that hurts people. But, but like a guy will dump a girl for a model. See, yeah, that's a good question. It's like, well, how do you? Because you haven't had a relationship in a long time, like a long relationship. In no. A long time. And I wonder how that's gonna play out, like for you <laughs> specifically. Why? Because because you mentioned that you know there are these superficiality things, and you have done the work to know what your biases are and to communicate them pretty well. So you yeah. know, like I don't know. For example, in the future, say if um, you were even dating this girl who's like a six. Mm-hmm. But like a ten on the personality scale, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know how much of a weight that gives her in your eyes. Um, Does that make her more of an eight? Or <laughs> so, I think I'm actually different in that. I feel that when it comes to relationship, there's a there's actually when it comes to physical attractiveness, I there's a lot I look past mm-hmm. simply because oh god, when I see memes of like oh she's this crazy. But you know what? She is not this crazy. She's not this hot to be acting this crazy. Oof. I can't tell you how much that pisses me off because Lord knows I would take someone who physically was not the most attractive if it meant them being fun to be around. I can't. I to me that goes that just goes against my integrity just to have someone just because they're hot, right? I can't look. I can very objectively say that oh, woman hot, woman not, but I cannot objectify someone like that and just be alone with my thoughts and just have someone who's hot because they are i can't do that ah you'll see you'll see you're probably your tolerance for crazy also can we talk about how much i hate that like it's 2022 stop calling women crazy that's not the right adjective okay Mm, Uh, it's very sexist um, and regressive and i know you're not doing that you're but the guys who are making those tiktoks and those memes are okay but okay Men are irrational. Like men are rational. Men are aggressive. Men are insecure. I think that's true. Also, I mean, the amount of well, wo- women are insecure too. Like, oh insecurity no, is not well, like that you just label on a. It's not sexist to call I, someone well, insecure. I mean, toxically masculine in the sense that you reject them. Oh, you're you're a slut. You're a bitch anyway. I think that's wrong. <laughs> I think that's dumb. I kind of I attribute those two people on the on the same scale. Mm, yes. So that's what I mean by that. I did have a point though. Something about being called uh, calling girls crazy. I don't know. I forgot where it went. The train's gone. Left the station. Train's gone. Um. Wow. So it's been about an hour and three yeah. minutes. Is there anything else we'd like to talk about? Hello, Jalen. Anything else you noted down that we didn't cover? Um. Let's see. Oh, as I look, is there anything you want to bring up? I don't know, man. I'm pretty tucked out. Plus, that truly's kind of got me ready for a nap. <laughs> Um, hmm. so much more we could talk about so much more that I have learned about watching YouTube videos over the past month mm-hmm. um, that kind of talk about female gaze and male gaze um, here's something that's interesting when I was doing my analysis and understanding of the male versus female gaze for myself I actually created this like list of what gazes I fall under yeah with my because i'm a marketing major part of what i like to do is to define myself by every possible demographic it just as an exercise so because that's that's what a lot of marketers do in order to determine like oh how can we target the right ads to the right people to make the most amount of money and i am half white half asian young female Right. And I have had brunette hair and I've currently have blonde hair. And are these are all like 
pieces of me that cater to different gazes if we really break me down and objectify me. Yeah. Um, so I have a male gaze that I think, like I have a, what's the word I'm looking for? There are photos of me out there that look like I'm really catering to the male gaze. Like there are looks that I plan because I like fashion that really cater to the male gaze. There are looks that I plan that I think cater to more of a female gaze. But then I was also playing with like the imperial gaze. Imperial. Like, like you know, colonizer oh, gaze. So like the Chinese, like the white influence on Chinese culture. Yes, like the fetishization. Fetishization. Yes, say that word again. Fetishization. Yes, the fetishization of like women, like Asian women. It's like, oh, Eastern women are exotic, for example. It's like, no, they're not exotic. They're just Asian. (laughs) I'm exotic. Yes, Jalen. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, so quite exotic. Okay, so (laughs) I. Okay, so I mean, speaking of exotic, I'm someone who's half Haitian, half Filipino. Whenever people would say, "Oh, you're exotic," and that really offended me. Right? My sister and I felt that we just felt cool and special. Your sister never got like she doesn't feel offended. With I mean, with with with, with things, yeah. But when being called exotic, we were just like, "Oh, that's cool." But I mean, we never took offense to it. But I, I get how you would. Yeah, I don't know. I just think if I'm tired of being sexualized, and I think that that adds another layer. Like being called exotic adds another layer of being sexualized, on top of just being this young, attractive, conventionally attractive woman. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. See how there's layers. Like when I break down those gazes, for yeah, me, it was interesting because I found that there are layers to this. There are layers. I mean, I. I, I think that while some people may think this is overthinking, <laughs> I think our subconscious, which we don't understand, there's a lot of these mental calculations for us. We're just not aware of them. Oh, and sorry. And then there was one more too, the occidental gaze, which is like, it's like the oriental gaze. Basically how Easterners view Westerners as this like, as parts of what we have are epitomes of beauty, like the big eyes and the pale skin. That's something that we, like- white. Blonde, Eastern. tall, thin. Not even the yes, like lighter colored, so not black hair, bigger eyes, double eyelids, small nose. What does that mean for people chin. who don't know what that means? Does that mean that just means bigger eyes, right? <laughs> no, no, it's like bigger eyes, no thin eyes. Mono lids versus double lids. You're explaining this to people who well are, 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 are likely not Asian. That's true. So like. You know how like Asians have like one, I don't know. They just don't have like that extra eyelid that a lot of white people have. You mean like the fold above the eye? Yes, yes. I never. There's so much to it. I would have never noticed this. I don't know. You just, (laughs) uh, you know, maybe in our next episode, we can talk about how much goes into being a woman versus a man. Like, I mean, look. I also think there's a difference in culture. Like, I swear Koreans, Chinese people, like more people just off the bat know like these features, like know how to look and name specific facial f- attributes than Westerners. I think yes. a- Easterners just care more. Um, it's not that they care more, it's because they notice their quote, their quote unquote imperfections versus the ideal. I think that's why they, they are, mm. they're more aware of it. Like for example, um, you know, um, for example, being black right Mm -hmm. especially being a black woman Mm -hmm. um knowing i guess the different terms for hair and how to make it like you know smooth and the processes 
a typical white woman would need to know that because she just wakes up generally and her hair is more or less the ideal. Yeah. So that's not something you should think about. But when you have the imperfections, right. when, you tend to... Well, not even an imperfection, but what you have naturally is, does not fit the ideal yeah. beauty standards of I, your yeah. culture. I say imperfection in quotes. Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like perceived imperfection. But we can't see that. Yeah, exactly. Because you never have to deal with it. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, being a woman is, uh, is hard because, I mean, the amount of effort that goes... In, I mean, look, guys. The amount of effort. We don't have rights anymore. What? Because we don't have rights anymore. Oh, that's not. Oh, that's not a topic. That's <laughs> not a topic. Um, but like, I mean, the way uh, that, like, I mean, I remember I went into a garage. Into garage. That's that's a store for women. And I saw that there were seven different types of bikini bottoms, and I was looking. I'm like, okay, thong versus, you know, granny panties. Yeah, but then there's like cheeky, five others. There's cheeky. There's like full coverage. I could not believe it. I couldn't tell the difference between them, <laughs> between some of them. Like, what the hell? And then, you know, you get crop tops and then you get, I mean, look, the way that almost any body type on a woman can look appealing based on the type of shirt she's wearing. It's not by accident. It's not by accident, dude. There's so much that goes into it. You can like do a quick YouTube search and there's so many videos that tell you, oh, you should be wearing this type of makeup, this type of hair, this type of necklace, this type of neckline based on yeah. your face shape. Yeah. I was called, uh, I mean, obviously I'm joking about it by, my, by my friends, but I was called gay for knowing what colors go with my skin color, right? Really? Yellows, greens, I love how that's green. like a gay thing. That's just like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me who, but what's the demographic of the person that said that? Um, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's just really people who just aren't in touch with their feminine side or like aren't really as like mature. It's like, oh, bro, you're gay. I mean, like it's, I mean, I can't say at the same time I've ever been bullied, but it's just joked about. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny because they'll dismiss it as like, oh, you're being a homosexual actually, person. Actually, actually, my sister, I mean, who is gay jokes about me being gay oh, for knowing those that's things no it's funny internalized homophobia no 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 no, no. it's not yeah. homophobia she, she, she like she's she just like jalen just please come out already it's pride month please that's, that's kind of hilarious like, jalen jalen look i don't care that you are because i am just come out already <laughs> and i'm like yana if i was i would have told the sun the moon and the stars i would have told everybody I think you're right. It goes back to being in touch with your feminine yeah. side. And I think a lot of women should be more in touch with their masculine side and vice versa. You yes. Know? Yes. I think that's a good place to end go, go to the gym. Get those biceps. Get those gains, Get girls. those fat tattoos. Okay? Yeah. Mommy. Mommy's a type. Okay? Mommy's a type. Mommy. Sorry. Mommy. Sorry. Mommy. Everyone should aspire to be a mommy. No more daddies. No more daddies. Oh, my God. You know, actually, I actually... Oh God. We have to... There's only five percent of battery left, oh. and this can't go on the same time. But um, I, uh, we need to have you on again and talk more about this because um, I actually saw that we're we're at a point now where there are more women in college than there are men by a good few percentage points. Woo-hoo. What Hear it, that legislation? But like, what will that mean going down the line? What will women see as "quote unquote" attractive? Because as more women will become the breadwinners. What do they see within a man? What will become attractive? Is it someone who's more emotional? Will men have to quote unquote start trying to start courting women in the same way peacocks have like feathers? Will they have to learn guitar or some shit or go to the gym more or become funnier? I mean, they do need to be funnier, right? <laughs> but like, 
I'm just very curious what the long-lasting effects of that are going to be. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But, Nikki, you're very amazing. Thank you. And uh, it was a great having you on. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me on, Jalen. Up until the next one. Well, guys, thanks for coming to the party. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care.